0: Yo, 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 bienvenue! welcome to The Buffer. Today is Wednesday, September 9th, 2020. My name is Erpin, and alongside me is my co-host and the worst flip cup partner in the history of drinking games, Ham. What are Ham? What's going on? And joining us remotely from the DMV, our co-host, not our special guest, our co-host, very esteemed co-host, Beniam. What's going on, Beniam? What's going on, fellas? Fresh
1: off the uh, vacation, you know? Oh,
2: that's right. You uh, As soon as you uh, recorded the last episode, you just uh, went Jumped on vacation on yeah. as if like there's no pandemic going on.
0: And you did not catch the coronavirus, correct, while you were there? No quarantine I had to get needed? I tested. I got tested as
1: soon as I landed. And were <laughs> you positive
0: get... and your wife was negative <laughs> or, the, or vice versa and she's back scared. in Aruba?
1: Because I, I was actually in a big group uh, the week before because there's like, you know, I'm, I'm a part of a wedding this upcoming weekend, so I had to get together and... You know do some things and then i was like man this is not a good idea but you know Ma- wait so this is
2: you're going to a wedding Yeah. so you know Alula's getting married this weekend oh no kidding no, yeah, he's getting wow. married. yeah yeah is it like a in a place or like a open air ventilation mm, you know very safe these things
1: are <laughs> oh boy hey don't so, don't come it's, it's around i mean a, it's at a it's at a vineyard so the wedding's actually outside but i think okay. the reception's going to be inside if, yeah
2: if it, yeah well i mean the inside part is gonna be a problem but like uh i thought we were the reckless ones down in georgia look at you
1: i mean i, I mean that, that's my boy man i, I, I didn't want to <laughs> be in it
0: but you know what can you do
1: you know
2: if you die you die yeah I mean, uh, I just, uh, that makes sense you know
0: <laughs> well let's you know enough with the small talk right let's get into some <laughs> topics here let's get into the nba Right. So for the listeners who don't have two cents, enough pocket change to care about the NBA, you can skip ahead. There's going to be other topics we're going to talk about, other stuff non-sports related. Those timestamps will be in the show notes, so you can skip ahead freely. There's a chapter section in most of your podcast apps. But let's jump right into the NBA playoffs. Yesterday, Tuesday, September 8th, one of the you know most surprising outcomes of the NBA playoffs happened, Bucks in the Heat. Right.
2: I mean the, the 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 Tuesday game wasn't so surprising. The the the, the Bucks and Heat that they lost. Yeah, I mean no, but the overall outcome. I think right, if right, I right. told you two weeks ago, right? But what I'm saying is like the totality of the series is what was surprising. By Tuesday, it was basically the, their best player is out. They're on the ropes. They were gonna lose. They put a valiant effort, but by Tuesday, it was basically the writing was on the wall. Yeah, I think
0: up. after the first three games of this series. Most of us, right? Most fans, most anybody was ready to write, you know, this dreary epitaph of the Bucks season. But they kind of sort of managed to make this series interesting enough without their best player, without their best player for the last game and a half. Right. But ultimately, they were overmatched by the Heat, right. which in itself is a crazy statement. If I would have told you two weeks ago that they were overmatched by a team that if they played a full 82 game season, I think the Heat were on pace for 48, 49 wins. Right. And the Bucks were on pace for 60-plus wins.
2: Right. So a, a couple of things. Um, the th- thinking was that this was a bad matchup for Milwaukee going in. And then also, isn't it true that the stats, the nerds, they, uh, the the regular season of the Bucs, it was like one of the best seasons, right? So this is if you look at it from that point of view, this was a real surprise. It's not just a matter of the number one seed getting knocked off. But apparently their offensive and defensive outputs were such that they were being compared to these great teams of the past.
0: Yeah, the, all the geeks mostly had Milwaukee in right. the finals. Because or, of their numbers. Yes, because of the numbers. But also, if you think about it, this is a, a, just a greater point I wanted to make. Something I thought about was that Giannis was the defensive player of the year this year. Right. All right, Which in itself is an amazing thing. Because how often does, quote unquote, which we'll get into, the best player be, is the best defensive player. But he's also the defending MEP. He's probably going to be the two-time MVP. He's probably going to win again this year. So I started to think, okay, that's pretty good. How many players are MVP and Defensive Player of the Year in the same year? My gut instinct was it's got to be legends, right, If anybody. So I Googled it, researched, all for the sake of this pod. The two players were MJ, his Aaronis. And the sole proprietor, right, the CEO and founder of the Dream Shake, Hakeem Alajwan. Wow. Those are the only
2: two players. Rarefied air. I mean, so that's a pretty good company. That,
0: that, and how do they make company. their money, their reputation? Right, right. In the playoffs, in the finals. So when I'm talking Giannis, best player, let's say that's this is the term thrown around for Giannis, I'm comparing him to those guys. Right. Forget Kawhi. Forget LeBron. I personally, I don't think he's on that level because right. of the playoff uh, performances, which have been sometimes but underwhelming. But that's
2: like a team effort. When I see Giannis... How dare you? He doesn't... I mean, maybe the nerds and their Excel spreadsheets and all their numbers say other... But he doesn't scream the best player. In the just league? Just watching. Yeah, I mean, just, I'm just like an idiot, just watching. Why would you say never, that? It never occurs to me like, I want that... Like, if if we we're drafting NBA players like right now for like one year, he'd be like the sixth person I would get, you know? Like, he wouldn't be... I'll be honest. I'd I haven't get, been
1: keeping up with the NBA that often. And, um i not i've seen him play in a few games but i haven't been blown away i'm like why is he so i mean he's a
0: freak you
2: know, he's very tall he's yeah he's, he's, he's solid but that's I mean, some hard hitting it no but what i'm saying is like deal. you think oh this guy's a monster but he doesn't have like the smoothness of uh, a a hakeem he doesn't have like there's something that's off about him like i he can't shoot man right. that's the main thing like right.
0: i remember watching game one of this series uh, the Heat won, which was kind of surprising in and of itself, but Giannis, he started out great, but he ended the game, I think, like 6 of 12. He didn't take that many field goal attempts. He was 4 for 12 from the line. He airballed a couple shots. He airballed a free throw. And he yelled short before he airballed a free hey, throw. Hey, he's help
2: his teammates. Hey. No, no, no. I think, look, you can't yell short. Go when you, No, you cannot yell short
0: on an airball yourself. You have to go like Philip Seymour Hoffman in Along Came Polly. go the you other You got to be like, let, let it, it rain. Rain. Yeah. rain dance. Okay. You can't call short on an airball. Right. And my thought was, what other great player in the league Kevin Durant, Kawhi, LeBron throws up an air ball, okay. and you're just kind of like, hey, First he does of, that from okay, time to just, time.
2: Uh, totally. Uh, this is not on the basketball court, but Kevin Durant has burner accounts where he's going online, pretending to be somebody else to talk up Kevin Durant. That's not championship well, hey, material. Is, is this factual or is this something that you're... So he was caught. Kevin Durant was caught because he forgot to sign off a burner account. And then so he thought that he was him. So he was saying something as if he was Kevin Durant. And they're like, no, no, that's like fuck boy 123 you know? And then yeah. they f- realized, oh, you're doing this alternate account thing. But yeah.
0: No, man, KD's reputation, I think, is at a, is, is not at a good place. I've, I've had people that I've known tell me, like, I hope he tears his ACL again. I'm like, damn. Oh, that's, uh, damn that's some hateful that's shit. shit. And they're like, yeah, man, he, he was such a bitch, man, for going to Golden State. And that whole argument, I'm like, are we still having that argument these days? Like, you leaving a team for a better team? are we do we still care? I thought that was over. You know,
1: LeBron does it all the time. LeBron went from to Miami. now he's with the Lakers. you know
0: well getting back to the series right. This, this series is over. We, we can talk about the heat right and their kind of finals contender potential. But I'm gonna do a little bit of the Giannis overreaction, right. It's been making the making the way around the news. everybody's been talking and I don't want to be the hot take guy, right. This is not for his take. But I think it's worth talking about. I don't know. I think it's there's a shred of legitimacy to these rumors. But, I mean, is Giannis staying? He's a free agent in 2021. So next summer, he'd be a free agent. The Bucks, as soon as the new season starts, or even before, I think, they can offer him these super, super max, right? So he's could make 40 to 50 mil per year. They can offer more than anybody. Right. And the idea is most people think that Giannis, day one, he will sign that. Right? No problem. He hasn't di- expressed any disloyalty none whatsoever okay so let me preface that by he's given no impression that he's going to do that i think he he tweeted today right something about you know he's not like other guys you know when when they come when he faces adversity he's gonna go through it right yeah me implying that i'm gonna stay in milwaukee but he could be a free agent if he decides not to sign it so is that even legitimate
2: he could leave but it's gonna be egg on his face so this Giannis fellow, right? He is trying to build his entire basketball identity around what he's not. I'm um, basically he talks about, I don't like all the other players, buddy, buddy joining each other to build these super teams. Uh, I'm going to stay here. So he's been basically saying I'm different than y'all. He, I think, goes so far sometimes to say that he doesn't even practice with his competitors in the offseason. Yeah, like he's being an idiot, like, oh, the stupid way is the right way because it happened before. Very stupid way of thinking. But fine. It's hard for me to then see him building this reputation of I'm not one of those people. And then at the first opportunity, or let's say it's not even the first opportunity, let's say it's... The next he he re-signs with the box, and then like in five years he does this. He's gonna look like an idiot. Like you you were talking all that shit about how different you are. Man, you You're can backtrack
0: anytime you want. Now I mean Kawhi, look at Kawhi. The argument with Kawhi was people said he's not gonna go team up with another star, quote unquote. He's not gonna lobby for people. That's not Kawhi. He but, doesn't want to go pay with LeBron. He doesn't want to do all that. That was the argument. And then after he signed with the Clippers and they got Paul George, they traded for him that mega trade. Rumors started coming out that Kawhi pretty much put an ultimatum to the Clippers. I want Paul George to get him no matter what, and I will sign. But you so can this whole,
1: that's not really a super team. Like, Paul George
0: and... <laughs> but, the, but the point you know was, I mean? the point was, people, people I mean, thought no, Kawhi was Paul not George, that but. kind of guy. Not a lobbyist, not going to do that, right? right? And he never gave any indication he would. But back channel, he did. Right. I mean, so Giannis
2: wouldn't say all the right things now. But you know he has a little he, more time to think. There, there's the right thing, and what he he's going above and beyond to say, I'm not like those people. I, I guess, am different. I guess. So you can't be because uh, none of the other players, you would think, oh, not, you know, like uh, Russell Westbrook is not going to leave, or this guy's not going to leave, and you know, but they never go out of their way to say how different they are, how they don't even play with them just for fun in the off season, just to get yeah. better. So like. But, you but, will
1: I'll take it a step further and say that if he's really if he has that conviction, you know, it is going to be put to the test because when when the market is open and, you know, they're like, hey, man, L.A. has <laughs> LeBron, you know, we just need you as a final piece. And, you know, or, you know, the Clippers, if we added you there and, you know, the weather is nice, you know plastic women everywhere right. like it, you know it, it's right. gonna be a different you know well, I, I have a wrinkle
0: i got a wrinkle for you guys so projected okay this is projected right there's a bunch of transactions that could take place all this type of stuff signings but next year as of right now if things stay kind of the same two teams in the top 10 in cap space okay most of the teams are loser teams like the hawks who are gonna have the most cap space they're not signing a guy like Giannis. okay hey, if
2: you're gonna suck why, why not just save the money you know
0: yeah, that's what they're doing, basically, praying, crossing their fingers somebody will come. But right. two of the teams in the top ten are the Miami Heat and the Toronto Raptors. Right. And I want to throw another little wrinkle into this. Uh, the Toronto Star, which I think is a legitimate publication. it's yeah, yeah. like I the mean, AJC. I'm a big fan of maple syrup, right. you know? <laughs> so, like, I know all things Canadian. I love Canadians. There was a report in 2018. Now, I don't know if this is even related, but, um, yeah, it's a little outdated. But apparently Masai Ujiri, the GM of the Raptors, helped Giannis's family get to Greece from Nigeria. Not
2: That's in like 25 2018, years ago, but not in 2018. You mean like there was in a story in 2018. But this is like, okay.
0: you know, and and the story was that in the 2015 draft Masai Ujiri tried everything to draft Antetokounmpo. He he has a relationship with that family with Giannis. He really wanted Giannis, but it didn't work out. So there's these rumors that hey, Toronto will have cap space they got a lot of guys on one-year deals or short deals. I mean, Giannis could he? I mean, Canada, right? Is kind think of it, more. Know, the destination has a lot to do with it. Um, from, from, I mean, you're a Canadian ham,
1: so well, kind of. <laughs> uh, Mississauga
0: is fine. I, I, I mean, in I've kind. heard
1: good things about Toronto. I, I personally, I can't deal mm-hmm. with snow, so I, it would. Where I'll definitely be a Miami guy. You know, I, would, I mean, the, the decision would be clear for me. You know, you wouldn't even have to worry about if, you know, it, it could be the Phoenix Suns or Toronto. I'm going to Phoenix. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. It, it, the temperature is all that matters to me. So,
0: so let's shift focus to the heat, real quick, real quick. Okay, I know this is a the, this series has been more about kind of the Bucks disappointing performance and the whole Giannis will he won't he kind of leave thing. But let's not overlook the Heat. They won in five games. Yeah. They pretty much the first three games at least they dominated the Bucks. The last two games were closer, but they closed them out. So, are, the Heat are
2: they could they win the title? No. No chance? I mean, I don't want them to win the title. Don't want them to, or they won't? First of all, I'd have no real rooting interest. I just want entertainment. I would just rather see the better, more talent. I would like, you know, Kawhi or LeBron or, you know, somebody. But but are they talented enough? Can they make the finals? Can they win the title or no? No, I don't think so, but they could. I mean, they're in the Eastern Conference finals, right? Yeah. So just one more series and they're in. So it's, it's doable. I mean, they're good enough to. You know, they have a good coach and everything. But I just personally and just as a fan, I don't want to watch them in the finals.
0: I, I mean, I'd rather watch them than, honestly, Toronto or Boston. I think, you know, the the Heat present enough matchup issues for most teams, even out in the West. Right. I mean, they're switchable. They got big guys. They got long guys. They can defend. They can shoot. I mean, if you imagine them against the Lakers, they're like the Rockets in terms of shooting, but they can also play the inside game and get to the hole and do mid-range shots, Right. right. They're like the Rockets, but I think they defend better. And they they present more matchup issues for most teams. But I don't know, you know, like I think, you know, a team's performance in one series, you can't always translate that to another series. Just because one team plays really well one series or bad, you can't just assume, oh, yeah, they're going to either fold or do amazing the next. So who knows, right? Matchup driven.
1: I mean, this this year, is like a, it's like an asterisk season to me. Like, whoever wins this year, are you really the champion? You I think I mean? in like, the
2: NBA, like, they should give you the tr- crown because they played all, you know, well, not all of the games, but just about all of the games. It's been competitive, so it's like, but you it's, know, like It's base- a
1: very different environment when you don't have the home team support, the loudness. Right. But like, it, you but know, when you're playing in Golden State or you're playing in New that's York. True. You know what I mean? Like, right, it's right. a very different... I think it brings a different type of energy to... to and it, it gives a different type of... uh like stimulation to the players right
2: that drawback is equal among all the teams right so it's not like an unfair advantage for one or the other maybe i guess the losers when they were around you like, oh, we don't play in front of anybody anyway so it doesn't matter <laughs> but like all the like they have capacity crowds every time they play so yeah it's going to be different but it's been some time so by the time they get yeah. to the end of it i think i
0: i i agree that w- with you ham i think it's fair you win the title you win the title because, you know, if it was one thing, if the play was terrible and dreadful, right? If everybody was putting up 70, 80 points, and you could just tell there was this big drop-off. But there have been, like, some amazing games right. in the playoffs. Buzzer beaters, almost buzzer beaters, games that have gone—I mean, right. series that have gone seven and games.
2: Yeah, and it's a shame because, like, you know, like, 20 years from now, when they do the highlights, it's like, damn, nobody was—like, this great game—like, <laughs> trying to explain to your, to some kid, like, no, you had—like, that that was, a, that was a pandemic year. That's why there's nobody there. But it's like, these great moments, somebody's dunking on somebody, and there's like— like a Why fake crowd, watching? and it's like, oh, what's going on? I don't think any of that matters.
0: But you know, let, let's let's shift to the other series, which I mean, I'm a Lakers fan, so I'm biased. I'm more interested in, and it probably is all things probably going to be the best series of this round if it if Houston comes back and wins a couple games, right? The Lakers and the Rockets, right? Lakers are up two one. They won yesterday. It was a neck on and neck. Tuesday. Yep, neck and neck game on Tuesday night until the middle of the fourth quarter. The Lakers kind of put it on, right? Rondo had a couple of big plays, hit a couple of threes, and then that was it. They just ran away right. from him.
2: Right. It was, yeah it was a very close matchup, and where the hell does Rondo guy come from? It just seems like he came out of nowhere.
0: Yeah, I remember a few podcasts ago, I mentioned Rondo, I mentioned yeah. Kuzma, yeah. and you just kind of <laughs> called him scrubs.
2: They are scrubs. Oh, no, no, no. They haven't elevated past their okay, okay. status. Okay. It was just a fluky, uh, you know, like...
0: Okay, for the sake of this podcast, I did research, right? I have never taken notes before on watching a basketball game until I started to do this podcast, right? So I was like, you know, I'm going to take notes. And I'm going to shove this shit in Ham's face.
2: <laughs> you call the Lakers scrubs, and I'm not saying. No, no, no. Beyond a- okay. AD and LeBron, so it was Lakers, a bunch of
0: scrubs. Lakers bench yesterday, 42 points, okay? Rondo, 21. Kuzma, 14. Now, Kuzma, he's my guy, okay? I've been watching Kuzma for the last two or three years. He's the only guy on the Lakers that cuts in the lane. He's always cutting through the lane. He gets all these easy buckets, okay? And LeBron finds him. Okay, so they looked great. Lakers defense tied up in the second half. They only gave up 38 points. The bigger, bigger stat, the biggest stat, I would say from yesterday's game, the Rockets. I'm going to ask both of you guys. They shoot a lot of threes. Okay, how many three pointers do you think they average in the postseason? Attempts or attempts? How many attempts do they average? Probably 50. What do you think, Benio? I'd say 30. So they average 50, 49 points something, okay? Oh,
2: Damn. look at me. All
0: right, look at you. So yesterday, you how many do you, three-pointers do you I think they it. attempted?
2: When they lose, they, they attempt more, so I'm going to say
0: 55. Biniam, how many do you think they attempted yesterday? 56. 30 oh, three-pointers. Oh, wow. 30. They made 12. Yeah. So to me, that's the biggest stat there the rockets were held to 30 attempts forget how many they made what do
2: you mean they're held do you think somebody's holding them Maybe they just shoot it up in the no, air no
0: man they the lakers were <laughs> running running out to the three point about a three pointer like they were away from all the big man but they weren't getting the clean looks so my point right. is they prevented all those attempts and usually when the houston does not shoot as many threes they don't do as well because they rely on that difference right they right. shoot more threes but they make more threes so they get that point it's differential. It's a volume
2: business, yeah. they're it's not only yeah. yeah
0: So to me, that was the biggest thing of yesterday's game. Right. The, the Lakers played better defense. Difference
2: is that random-ass Rondo went off. He literally made a couple threes. I was like, what am I watching? I know this b- bum. This guy doesn't do anything. He's like way past his prime. Well, LeBron, I got to say LeBron. I mean,
0: I know this is an overstated comment, but LeBron, as old as he is, right? I think he's 35, 36. He's still like, he gets up, man. Oh, he, one, he's,
2: by the way, he's definitely, he's, he's definitely on the juice.
0: Man, he had one dunk. I think a Caruso or I think Rondo threw it up to him on a break. And his head was like at the rim. His hand was above the box. And I was like, good Lord. I, I, think, I think LeBron has lost maybe like half a step in terms of quickness. Like as far as
2: getting by people, there's a little bit of that. But his hops, man. 100%. He's on the juice. He's doing, he st- P- is e- e- 100%. There is no scenario, how long have they been? This is 17 17th So well, he year? can do
0: the juice, but he can't do Rogaine?
2: <laughs> no, it probably works against, he probably is doing both, but like, you know, the body's like, hey man. You're losing we'll- the hair yeah, while the, right, the muscles are right. staying it's big. It's like, you know, it's like the blood flow can only go so <laughs> like many different ways. Barry Bond's
0: head got like huge, yeah. but the muscles got big, <laughs> yeah. There's a
2: cost, and he's like, I'll <laughs> pay the cost, like, <laughs> I want to be able to dunk on people.
0: Well, by the time this podcast is released, they, they will have already played game four. Right. So it could be Lakers up 3-1. The series could, have, could right. basically be over, or it could be tied. Uh, last comment I want to make on the NBA, last year's general thoughts quickly, is Steve Nash was announced as the coach of the Brooklyn Nets. Steve Nash, who of no head coaching experience.
2: A, Can- a Canadian, it should be known. A
0: Canadian who was most previously a consultant for the Warriors. So he has this really good relationship with KD. I guess he understands KD right. and all his weirdness. He understands his... Uh, Burner accounts. Yep. So what do we think about that? Steve Nash, new coach of the I Nets. Think he's a smart guy. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think you he's know.
1: gonna I think he's gonna be like a Steve Kerr. You know, what I mean like a, a yeah, I think he's gonna I think he's gonna be a pretty good coach, honestly. He's smart, he knows the game, um, he's pretty humble, down to earth, the players like him. I think he's gonna do a good job, honestly. I mean, I don't know if he's going to do a good job with the, with the Nets. <laughs> that's a different story, but I
0: think...
2: I mean, like, but but next year, they'll have that obnoxious Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant healthy. So that's going to be that's, a good team. That's a, they're going to be good, man, yeah. in the East, I'm right. telling you. I think if- they're going to
1: be good, but I think those personalities are very unique. So I don't know if he's going to be... As successful as he can be with other teams, but right. I think he is going to be successful as a coach overall. Right. With the with the Nets, I don't know. That's a
2: but uh, it's weird, I, like I, you know. I don't know if his personality suit because like Steve Kerr can kind of absorb and handle all these egos mm-hmm. with Golden right. State, so I don't know if he has that same skill set to handle all the egos with the Nets. But
1: I think they're just too man. Kyrie itself, is he's a handful. You know what I mean? Like Kyrie has a lot of like emotional issues (laughs) i mean mean? like he's kind of volatile and then you know kevin durant is you know a tough guy but on the inside he's soft you know so it's a lot of weird you know it's not like you don't have like a Draymond.
2: you need like a Draymond green there who thought you anybody would say that 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 guy kicking people in the nuts and whatever he's a glue guy (laughs) he's a glue guy man (laughs) i I mean
0: final thought is i think people have forgotten how good kd was i really do think that and you know, because he hasn't been playing for a while, and he's had a, gotten into other controversial stuff. So, KD, man, you give me a healthy KD yeah. in the East, and the East is better than years ago when LeBron was back there leading them. But I would, I'd put them in the top four, top yeah. three. I Easy think
2: if, if he comes back healthy, I mean, man. KD,
0: if anytime you have KD on
1: any team, I don't care, East, West, North, you're you're, you're going to be
0: in top five. Steve Nash Easy. knows, like worst case, if yeah. people stay relatively healthy, they'll be a top four seed and they're going to compete, and they're going to be good. He's not, like, going to a bum team. So he maybe he did luck out like Steve Kerr did when Steve Kerr got hired by the Warriors. Now, I do want to transition. We're done with the NBA. Any parting thoughts? We're good? No. Let's go into the NFL. Can you believe it? The NFL is kicking off tomorrow. Deshaun Watson, the newly minted $160 million quarterback against Patrick Mahomes. The Chiefs will have fans. I will say that initially a lot of the NFL teams, stubborn as they were, said that they were going to have fans, right? A majority of them said that, but as of yesterday or last week, the 26 of the teams basically said, you know what? Right. For September, for the first few home games, we are not having any fans. Right.
2: I mean, that's the only way you could do it because – the, the thing is, it doesn't matter how spread out... You know, like the Falcons, I think, initially thought that they were going to... I know this is not the opening night game, but the Falcons initially were planning on having ten to 20,000 fans. Yep. So they think oh, in, a, in a stadium of 70,000, there should be plenty of spread. But there are choke points, you know, where you go pee, where you get concessions. So you're going to have people congregating. People are going to be tailgating. So you're creating the environment to where everybody's gonna be on each other. Okay. And, and so it doesn't make any sense to, to do it. But, like, it should be noted... You know, they did this opening night, like I said, on Thursday, uh, because the last time they, these two teams played, it was great. But Houston does not have DeAndre Hopkins. I don't even know who they have. Hey, hold on, hold on. That's right.
0: that's good. Okay. That's good that you transitioned that, because I have a little trivia. Okay. So you guys last week, uh, the last podcast listeners, we had a segment called Little Known Fact, Little oh, Known Fiction. Yes. Ham hit us with some random facts slash fiction, and we had to figure it out on the fly. Hobo. Yeah. Ho- <laughs> or Oregon. Oregon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Anagram
2: Negro Zero.
0: Yeah, we're not, we're gonna do something a little similar, but I want to cater to the NFL. So it it feels like <laughs> it's been a full calendar 12 month a year since the NFL ended. And it was just February that Mahomes led them back against the 49ers, right? right? And won the Super Bowl. And we were anointing him as,
2: by the way, the crazy to ever. think the virus was in our midst. As we were, I know. were watching and, and was hanging like 20 out, twenty of and us do, in yeah. the same room. Yeah, and, oh, yeah, it's it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. Yeah.
0: So I had a little trivia because so much has happened in the NFL offseason. So much has a happened. A lot of movement. For, a lot of transactions. But we've just all kind of shut our brain. We've right. snoozed our entire minds on right. the NFL and the sports world basically until the NBA because, started. Because by the way,
2: there was no like. On ramp, you know, there's no preseason, there, there hadn't been really any discussion. Every other league had plans as for what the NFL was just starting. I think NFL
1: is like, We're broke, we need to get started. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, they're, they're like Dude, we, we don't care what's going on, we need to get paid. Like, we got these contracts, you know, the plantation must go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what about selling Nikes, man? Selling those shoes, those jerseys.
1: Yeah, that's a part of it, too. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure most of their jersey sales and shoe sales are online and, you know, at the stores. But it's influenced due to the games and airtime. So
0: they have to get the games back on the air. Well, I'm going to name a couple players. I'm going to name more than a couple. And I'm going to give both of you guys a chance to tell me where are they playing right now?
2: It can Can one of the answers be out of the league? I'm not gonna I'm
0: not gonna trick you guys up. I could, I thought about that because there were some players <laughs> there were some notable players that were traded and then they were released by the team. So I'm not gonna do that, okay. right? Because that's a little too confusing. Okay, let's start out with Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco,
2: boy, I didn't even know where we the last team I think so, he's
1: playing on the Houston plantation. So,
2: so <laughs> he was with the Ravens and then he went uh-huh. to the Broncos. Yep. And then my memory is going to I don't know, where else did he go to? The Houston plantation, I think. Uh, is that your final answer, Binyam? The Houston plantation. The Houston Texans. The Houston
0: slave owners.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna go. I don't know. I know he's not in Denver anymore, so I'm just gonna say the Jaguars. Okay, Binyam, Who you got? Joe Flacco.
0: Tampa Bay. Nope. So he has signed for one year deal, worth 1.5 with three million incentives potentially. Uh, okay. Jets, New York Jets. See? Jaguar oh, Jets. Jets. I almost oh, got wow. it. Okay. Oh, right? So, not okay. a huge name, but yeah. you know, Joe Flacco, Super Bowl winning quarterback, oh, right? He's the man. Elite. Okay. Elite.
2: Yeah. All right. Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs. The Minnesota
0: Miracle Man.
2: Okay. And he wanted out for a while, right? Mm hmm. And he got out. Traded. So, my first thought, and this is wrong, is to say the Lions, but. Fuck it. I don't know the answer, so I'm going to stick with that. Lions.
0: All right, Beniam, who you got? Stephon Diggs. I'm going to go with the Jacksonville Plantation. (laughs) This guy in Jacksonville. (laughs) Buffalo Bills. Okay. Josh Allen's got a target, right? A real legitimate target out there. All right. So you guys suck at this. So this is good. I wanted to bear you guys, and you are. (laughs) DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, so... Nuke, Newt. Newt? DeAndre Hopkins, the, the former
2: receiver. Yeah, so yeah, hey, this
1: is crazy. It's a lot of big names. I don't even know where they're playing this year. So he, he went um, to the
2: Cardinals. You know, final answer. And so, unless he got traded again, he did not get traded, right? Because, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just remember seeing reading something about like he re, he got like a. Yeah, he's the highest paid uh, receiver. An extension, now. yeah, to be paid. I thought it was top five.
1: I think he's the highest I paid receiver. Go with the Miami plantation. I don't no. know which plantation Cardinals
2: on, is correct. It. By Remember? the way, Binyam, he just said that it was... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, I'm going to do a couple more, right? Because you... Jadavion Clowney. Jadavian Clowney. This Ooh. happened yesterday, two days ago?
2: So he was... The guy who, he went to uh, the guy who massacred,
0: committed homicide on yeah, that Michigan get, yeah, running back? So
2: he went to Houston, <laughs> then to Seattle, then it was down between uh, the Titans and the Saints, and then he settled on the Titans because Vrabel... Was his positions coach when he was at Houston?
0: Ding ding ding! No. All right, Beniam, I don't think you would have got that. So I didn't even give you a chance. I wouldn't All have gotten it. All right, Jason Witten,
2: <laughs> he's still in the league. He's not retired. Oh, he's, he's, he's not he's, back in the. Wow. Night so by booth. the way, sidebar: why, why is he still in the league? What a terrible flameout! He got a cushy Monday night. ESPN gig. And was not
0: good at and it. And
2: then he was just this blabbermouth. Like he just couldn't like, I mean not a blabber. He just didn't know how to like communicate his thoughts. Bowl of shit. And then he went back to the Cowboys. And he saw the player. I mean No, he went yeah, to play one more year. Yep. He unretired. I don't, I don't he unretired. And then I kind of lost track of him. I thought he was just like. So <sighs> where where is he? Where is he playing this year? Alright, so my, my my guess is. He's no longer in the league, and he's doing 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. sports coverage on CBS Sports Network. Wrong. Binyam? Binyam? He's on an actual team, Binyam.
1: I have no idea where this guy is. I didn't even know he was still like, he in conversation.
0: He is on the Raiders. Oh, One year, what? four mil. 3.5 guarantee. Who's guaranteed?
2: paying this guy money? Chucky
0: sure. Gruden, baby. This has got to be
2: some sort of money laundering scheme. I don't know what's going on, but. Okay, last one. Yeah.
0: Actually, I'll do two more. Two more. Right. Quarterbacks, right? Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy, Teddy Two Gloves. Teddy
2: Bridgewater. So he had a deal for a while with the uh, New Orleans Aint. Saints. Yep. Then he thought, oh, I can get a little money uh, starting somewhere. But my brain's telling me I don't know. Um, so, Binyam, you take this first. Come, Come on. I'm
1: just as good as mine. Um, I'm just going to guess. Let me see. Let me see, name I have. Let me
0: see a team I haven't named. I'm just going to. Neil Diamond. White people love this song. Bum, bum, bum. the panthers bum.
2: carolina panthers carolina panthers
0: three years wow. 63 million 33 guaranteed 63 so he's gonna be the starter <laughs> unless he's absolutely dreadful. all right Can't, last one that's so crazy famous Jameis. oh <laughs> crab legs he eats w's right <laughs> what else did he say what did he yell out in the florida state campus um something about uh,
2: punch me in the pussy <laughs> or something <laughs> like that so, Yeah, yeah some Jamis, sort of crass, famous so. Jamus,
0: <laughs> crab leg winston
2: where is he not in jail, I take it. He's not in okay. jail. Uh, He's
0: not in an Uber either. I don't know if you guys remember that story. He accosted an Uber yeah, driver. Didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> that's
2: right. Um, so he went from Tampa Bay to... Why am I thinking New Orleans, little son? Tampa Bay to... How are you finding this information on these players, uh,
0: Urban? They're not even... <laughs> Man, I do research, son. <laughs> People are still writing articles about them?
2: Yeah, they have an article about this. There's been a lot of player movement. I'm just going to... Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to say the Saints. What do you think, Benyam?
0: I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not even going to guess. Ding, ding, ding. The I d- Saints. I don't know. Oh, the eights. One year, 1.1 1. Okay. 1 mil. See, man, my- how the mighty have fallen. What? Damn, homie.
2: That was good. That was I mean, we got like, we're underwater, right? We're under 500. Oh, you other? guys yeah, terrible. Yeah, yeah. But Binium yeah. was over. At least you oh, wait, got a Binyam, few. <laughs> you didn't get one plantation, right? We get one slave-owning
0: <laughs> GM. Correct. Oh, last one. Okay. one just one final one right. was as loosely related to current events. Melvin Gordon. Chargers oh,
2: guy, man. right? uh i don't know the denver broncos correct really ding ding, ding. <laughs> oh and oddly enough which this has, no- no- this has yeah.
0: nothing to do with anything that we're talking <laughs> about right now but where do you think he was born melvin gordon yeah he yeah. played college ball at wisconsin um, Milledgeville, georgia no he's born in wisconsin but think of a city in recent events
2: oh kenosha kenosha oh, wisconsin, oh. wisconsin. Oh.
0: which has nothing to do with anything but i just thought that was really? interesting that, I mean.
2: They're on the map now. So there's there's your trivia. Well, that's good. All right. So just real quick, does anyone think that the NFL season is going to go the entire way without any interruptions? Nah. I can uh, the indoor option. No, just like is there some sort of like there's an outbreak and then like they can't work the schedule out, so they'll just just forget one of the weeks. Like, what do
1: you think? I think that, that I think that's very realistic to happen. I, I don't see. Because the thing is, like, the NBA has done a good job of keeping everything in the bubble and controlling the atmosphere. and you got these athletes, man. Athletes are not, (laughs) they're not, like, the best at following direction. So the chance of them, they pile on top of each other as a part of their job, and then afterwards they detox by going to strip clubs and clubs. So I just don't see, or even, even, you know, I I just don't see. Like, I don't see at least two or three weeks, maybe four or five weeks, you know, being canceled.
0: Four or five weeks? Wow, I don't
2: think... I mean, I think they'll have one bad, like, outbreak and it'll settle down. Like, maybe, like, a couple of games. I don't think, like, the entire league is gonna... But there's gonna be some similar thing that happened with baseball where there was a few outbreaks that looked pretty bad and then things miraculously just kind of settled down. I mean, they're going into the winter and so that may get... That may be worse than baseball. I'm I'm gonna prematurely or preemptively apologize
0: because I think... We came on here a few episodes ago or maybe last episode and basically said, hey, man, college football, that shit ain't starting. NFL, man, they ain't getting that shit together right. either. We pretty much didn't think there was any right. chance this was happening. Right. And here we are the day before. Eating crow. Eating crow. I think it's going to happen. And honestly, well, at this point, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. But I think it's going to happen without a hitch. Look at baseball. Baseball went through a rough patch in the beginning. But baseball hasn't had any issues in the last month or so. Like, they figured it out, whatever it is.
1: Nah, they're they're going to have some bad outbreaks. I, can, I mock my word. I, I think they're going to have some bad outbreaks in the NFL.
2: Right. And it could be, like, everything's hunky-dory in September and October. Then the winter months come, and they're all cooped up together, and something goes wrong. All right. Enough enough with the negative. Let's get to the positive. Let's get to the games.
0: All right. So let's, the, the positive is Jerry Jones going to get
2: corona. Over, <laughs> isn't. Now, he's in a high-risk group. He's old as fuck. <laughs> So (laughs) he should stay away. Do any games stand out to either of you? I don't know any. I mean, the most interesting game is to you know Tampa Bay and the Saints, right? So Tom Brady's new team, and then the Aints. You know, these two old geezer quarterbacks, right? Uh, By the way, I think I don't. This is a hot take. I don't see Tom Brady finishing out the year. Like he's He's going to get benched. No, no, he's going to get hurt. Really? Yeah, that's my. I mean, very hot. Okay, that's right. a hot take. Yeah. I think so.
1: Well, I think I think he's gonna finish out the season. I just don't think he's gonna have a good season. I think he's gonna have like a pretty. Po- I think he's gonna realize how insulated he was in New England. Right, and like he B- built the whole team and organization around Tom right. Brady, and I think he's gonna be exposed when he gets. When I he mean, gets to he Tampa himself Bay.
2: is good. I mean, he's into some weird kooky shit. Oh, he's good. But, you he's know. good. No, I'm not
1: taking yeah. that away from him. But right. he, it doesn't matter how good you are in the NFL. You play with 12 people. Like if if you're the only one that's good and everybody else sucks. It doesn't matter.
0: Well, I think NFL, that's it, right?
2: Right. And also, I mean, you know, just it would be interesting to see how the Falcons play against the Seahawks. I mean, that's the only other, every other match looks like shit, but that could be, if the Falcons are going to turn things around, maybe. Well, my
0: nephew keeps telling me every year they're going to go 11-5 and and they're going (laughs) to win the division.
2: Eventually, you'll be proven wrong. Yeah, yeah, I I
0: will be, but I don't, yeah. Is it fact that uh, apparently they're going to have
1: people with, like, Cardboard boxes in the in the appearance of people during the games, like well,
0: they're definitely piping the they're piping in the noise, so that is definitely what they're doing. So they're, I heard they're going to do it at like a seventy five decibel, which is like less than typically like a home game for you know the rowdiest of teams. But they're going to pipe in noise. They're going to try to make it simulate the noise, so at least you know it'll kind of. They're not going to
1: do the same thing the NBA did, where they. I don't think so.
0: Although it's going to be weird. With it'll be more like
2: baseball. Baseball has the cutoffs of people.
0: Yeah, I wonder if they'll do yeah, that's that. I mean. that.
2: That's pretty yeah. whack, though. All right.
0: Well, well, we'll see what happens. I mean, tomorrow's the opening game. The Chiefs are one of the few yeah. teams. Yeah, tomorrow, Thursday is the opening uh, kickoff. And, you know, the Chiefs, they're going to have some fans in the Stadium Limited. So you'll see some fans for the opener. I mean, that's kind of interesting. Most of the other games won't be that way. But, hey, it worked for the NBA. I don't think fans have complained that much about not right. seeing, you know, an, right. an actual live audience. So right. I think it'll be all right. In two weeks when we record again we'll have a little bit better picture, right? The couple of games will be played. Hopefully, cross our fingers, there'll be no outbreak. Right. So we're going to kind of transition here to something unsports-related, like because we usually like to end the show on something non-sports-related. Right. But yet again, for the third time, we have a sponsor. Oh, look at oh, this. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, actual, for real, legit right. sponsor. Not a, like the other silly yeah, ad yeah, reads yeah. I did. So this how, is how real. Do these people find us? Just, just to... <laughs>
1: We shouldn't put our secrets out there, huh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> So, Biniam, Ham, have you ever found yourself missing the pungent stench of the filthiest back alleys behind your favorite restaurants back in the motherland? We're here to eradicate that familiar rumble in your belly. With Homeland Bites, you can get your favorite food delivered to you like you were back in your native country. You choose your preferred delivery method, rickshaw, Somali pirate ship, bicycle, camel, infidel, or Angora goat. Each each meal is handcrafted with the bitterness that only a truly disappointed immigrant mother of a second generation child could know. First time diners get a choice of a free banana or half-drunken mango lassi with each order of spaghetti. Each meal is covered under 100% fuck your couch dissatisfaction guarantee. Use promo code THEBUFFER to pay double the menu price for half the amount of food. Don't forget to sign up with your email to be bamboozled and relentlessly spammed by this fictional delivery service. You guys order that, right? What's
2: their name again? I'm going to download that. <laughs>
0: Homeland Bites. Forget DoorDash. Forget GrubHub. For you, you these out is, there. Is
2: it spelled the regular way? You know, these uh, app companies always like get rid of some of the vowels, or they do some weird shit. No, no, no. This no B Y T E S. No, no. Okay. It's Homeland Bites. Like okay. you were back home. So I'm gonna come up. Like <laughs> now like that I'm here, it. I don't want to back home food but uh, there are sponsors, but wouldn't you so want we'll... a banana with your you spaghetti? know where you can get a banana <laughs> I'm the the the
1: things about being an adult growing up in an immigrant home is the fact that you don't have to eat what your parents cook i don't have to eat like what my mom cooks all the time now i can actually eat like a
0: pizza and i don't have to stay that's, yeah. <laughs> <home. laughs> that's true too the, the, that smell of your mother's cooking it just weighs with you like this, uh, you
2: know, right. undeniable. Stench. I mean, it, it, you're there, so it's just permeating yeah, through you can't all even your tell. clothes, and then you, you're used to it. It's like you just farted, you know, in your own room, but if you go by somebody else, i like, damn.
0: Let's talk about this other story, Ham.
2: Right. So uh, we'll finish on these last two stories. So I'll take the first one, and then Benjamin, you'll take the the next. Uh, so for the listeners, you may have you may remember this. Uh, Character. Her name was uh, Rachel Dolezal, right? So give us a background on her real quick. The reason why that name may sound familiar to you is because for a long time, she, a white woman, pretended to be black, right? So I don't know, you know, what she did with her skin, but she basically pretended she was black. She lived her life as if she were black until she was called out on it. And there was a big brouhaha about... Why did, you know, why did you do that? It didn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. I think there was, in fact, like a, a Netflix uh, special or some documentary style thing to kind of look into the the story. But hold on, hold
0: on. Did she claim like that she was actually black or like she was
2: partially black? I believe she is still kind of holding on to that, that she identifies as, as black. black. Okay. So Rachel Dolezal was the person who's known for white person pretending to be a black. So that's not the story we're talking about, but that's because as a primer, that was the first occasion that it became a national news. A white Jewish woman from the suburbs of Kansas City, she's a professor at George Washington. Her name is Jessica Krug, and she pretended to be from the Bronx or Brooklyn or somewhere in New York from Puerto Rico. And she took it a step further to where if you actually Google, I mean, YouTube, her name, Jessica Krug, K-R-U-G, there's one of the clips where she is speaking in a very performative kind of accent. Like a Latina accent? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, kind of like that. So she's, like, really trying to sell. The other girl, Rachel Dolezal, just more or less spoke how she normally speaks. But this woman, unlike Rachel Dolezal, who was outed, Jessica Krug... She posted an article on Medium, which is like this, you know, blog based kind of website, and she outed herself. And one of the things she said is that I should be canceled and I'm going to cancel myself, which doesn't mean anything. It's just, she's just kind of just saying things. Now, it's likely that maybe some reporter was digging in or. The faculty was kind of picking up on like, man, she's really laying it on. Think with that accent. Maybe the whole story was falling Everything apart. Irry, right. Everything iry, Everything iry. Right. So maybe you think we're falling apart and she's like, let me get ahead of this. I don't know why people have this impulse to lie about this particular thing. You know, like I am black. Like I identify with black. So I'm just going to. Per- why can't you just be your regular white self? and be a professor of African... I mean, you can do everything she did. Like, Is it that people thought that she wasn't going to be taken seriously if she was just some white girl?
0: Yeah, I mean, there's legitimacy that gets gained from saying, like, I'm part... Of what you guys are. Hey. You know how people say it all the time. Like I'm one eighth black. I can say whatever I want. Or I'm one Oh you one think you're
2: two- doing that. So she can kind of. tenth
0: Latino. I can salsa. You know. There's always a little bit of shred of credibility. You try to gain.
2: So in an old bio. She kind of got rid of it. But this is how she opened yeah, her is bio. this So Jessica Krug. Is an unrepentant. And unreformed. Child of the hood. And she said this correct. That's right. her own bio. Right. So she is literally trying to play up. She came from. A tough background in Kansas City. In fact, she came from a well to do place in the suburbs. Like, she's really playing it up. And it's just odd that she's now going to probably have her career ruined over some nonsense. Like, it didn't make any difference, but she just wanted to say that. It's kind of, it almost reminds me of, uh, besides Rachel Dolezal, mm-hmm. there was this other comedian who, for a while, pretended he was at the World Trade Center. Oh, wow. So he would just tell people, and then eventually he's like, you know what? <laughs> No, I was not just there. Just kidding. It's just like, it's like, I mean, people lie all the time. yeah, you know, I lie all the time, too, you know? But it's just a we, the things that we <laughs> what? lie about. Yeah. yeah. Well, you've heard, you've heard I about... Mean, I mean, right now all the time. Come
0: you've on. You've heard of people that will go to, like, an alcoholic, anonymous, or they'll go to these rehab support groups when they themselves don't have a condition. Right. Because they just... There's something they get out of that emotional um, oh. exaltation or whatever, so they just want to be part of that, and in order to be part of that, they have to present themselves as a victim as well, so they'll make up stuff just to kind of i don't know some kind of weird f- not fetish but some kind of need that they have i thought that people in.
2: that go to those places i thought they're just trying to exploit there's some of that people at their weakened state like hey girl yeah you want some drugs <laughs> that's, that's kind of what i take. oh you're is. a nympho <laughs> hey girl which is a, a very immoral thing for you to do by the way but, but anyways but, yeah. well, okay okay
0: but i want to say something because i think we're going to get into the point of a uh ragging on her a little bit right but i do want to say
2: we're gonna get there <laughs> yeah yeah. i mean maybe
0: right. we're already there but i would say like based upon you know her contrition in the article right? right she pretty much owned up to it should we feel any sympathy for her and i and i want to read an excerpt from her article right it was pretty good actually It was pretty straightforward and honest she did not at all try to make excuses she owned it this is from her article on medium.com she wrote this this is just one excerpt. She said, To everyone who trusted me, who fought for me, who vouched for me, who loved me, who was feeling shock and betrayal and rage and bone marrow deep hurt and confusion, violation in this world and beyond, I beg you, please do not question your own judgment or doubt yourself. You were not naive. I was audaciously deceptive. I have a very clear, loud conscience, but I have acted as if I had none. I gasolate you. I begged for your compassion and love for my isolation and loneliness real and raw feelings but born of the avalanche of deceit right so she owned it so any
2: pass at all maybe there should be some sort of repercussion where probably she'll lose her if she has tenure at the school maybe get fired but other than that that would be the end of it right i mean just like what are you doing get the hell out of here i was actually
1: impressed man like you know she she was i think she was like a professor of african-american studies and you know she went as far as taking on the identity of an African American. You gotta kind of give her some. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, she actually went above and beyond the Call of Duty. So my and you know she she gets my cast. You know she gets my vote. She should stay on staff, right. man. Right. Maybe yeah, <laughs> I, I, I said
2: they, they could just like take, if you have tenure, take that away and just let her be. You know, yeah, something I mean, like that. You know, there's gotta be some sort of I think, a I proportional think response. A I think she probably has more of a mental issue. Oh, look at that. A mental
0: issue. She did mention that, though. She did say,
2: see, just look. She said all, she had
0: mental stuff going on.
2: If you got mental issues, just write your Don't, it just sounds like a. Everybody has mental. Oh, my God, my brain. She should probably just have her psychiatrist submit a letter, you know? <laughs> like, she lied to me, too. <laughs>
0: imagine if you're a black american in today's climate with everything that's happening with social justice right? right you're feeling a lot of just mixed feelings some anger some disappointment in a lot of white americans and then you have your professor who you're like you know i confided in them they're like i trust them i believe in them and then for that professor to say yep i pretended right. to be part of your group right. so not only do you have this anger right. sort of a dis- disdain for some white americans you got these white americans posing right as part of your ethnic group to profit, <laughs> essentially, from it. Right. So it's like, you can't win. Right. They don't like you to be part of who they are, but they would like to be part of who you right. are. Right, It's Very backwards thinking. I bet thinking. you, if
2: you go to one of those, like, uh, like those conservative websites or whatever, I'm sure their argument is like, look, it can't be that bad to be a black person... If people are going out of their way to pretend to be black, right? Come on, it's over. Slavery was a long time ago. What are y'all talking about? Man, I never trusted my (laughs) professor
1: anyway. I would be be like, oh, that's different. I would have just been like, oh, okay, well, I mean, that's different. But, you know, he did a pretty good job teaching whatever the subject was. Like, I'm not looking to you for comfort or for, like, you know, like, but I understand a lot of people that are young and naive that go straight from high school to college are looking for some type of mentor. Maybe they saw her as a mentor, but... And if if that was me and that happened at my school, I'd be like, "Meh, you know, (laughs)
0: that's interesting. I think, I think, I don't know if you mentioned this, Ham, but she was probably going to get outed. Something was about to come. Anytime these things happen, usually you get that funny email letter from somebody that says, yo, you better step the hell up and admit what you did. Right. Like when people quit before they're fired they right. resigned before yeah the you can't
2: fire me something was about to
0: go down yeah so she got ahead of it and she kind of owned so, it I mean, that's, by the could. way
2: that's the play right i mean if, if some reporter is like oh well, we just had some questions about your background it's just- kind of like when kevin hart got caught cheating right yeah <laughs> yeah <just> a- <laughs>
1: he was like hey man <laughs> i was there he killed that story quick man it was like for like two three days and he was like no never talked about it again
0: yeah yeah, this is like the racial draft in the Chappelle show. They'll have it. They'll be like, we white people select with the 38th right. pick in the draft, <laughs> Jessica Krug. Yeah. And the black people are like, wait, like what? Well,
2: what? wait, what? <laughs> no, no, no. She's And she's like, no, I'm not, that, bitches. That don't count. Yeah, that don't count. I went back. <laughs> All right. So we'll finish on this. So, uh, Bingham, you'll uh, take the lead here. But there was a, a, a bit of a tiff between um, Candace Owens and Candace Cardi B. Owens.
1: Yeah, my girl Candace Owens and Cardi B. So, for those of you who don't know who Candace Owens is, she's a she's a anti-conservative political correspondent turned conservative correspondent, and um, she's been making a lot of uh, uh, you know headlines in the past few years for you know pretty much uh, outing the black Black Lives Matter movement. By the way, she's black. Um, she's she talks negatively about you know the NAACP, and she's. Basically, her whole thing is just to say that black people should not lend your vote to the democratic party because the democratic party is taking advantage and is anti-black that's her whole spiel um and recently uh cardi b interviewed joe biden on her is it a podcast or is it like a youtube like, like some instagram thing right some yes oh instagram live okay and um then candace owens basically called her illiterate and stupid and just said that joe biden was using her for her 75 million followers to
2: pander to the black people by the way yeah that's why these people do interviews with like celebrities yeah Yeah. it's like (laughs) (laughs) i think
0: think candace owen's main argument was like look joe biden is pandering to the black people because he's using this quote-unquote illiterate unintelligent cardi b to get the black vote right right
1: but I mean, that's no different than Donald Trump pandering to his right. white supremacists, right? right? <laughs> so it's like, right. like, like they're making an
2: argument about each other, and they're both doing the same right. thing. Right. Just in a different see, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, what, it's go, like, go on. What was her response, like Cardi? Because Cardi B responded to this uh, Candace Owens.
1: Yeah. So, so she. So Cardi B's response was essentially, "You're being used by the white man, and you're basically their puppet." Right. And, you know, I'm not getting paid for it or getting a job or endorsements and things of that sort. Um, and then, you know, of course, there was a lot of um, foul language being right. used back and forth, which, I mean, I listened to both of the interviews and Cardi B didn't sound very eloquent.
0: See, right. the thing, the thing very- <laughs> but come on, it's Cardi B, dog. She may be intelligent, but she don't always sound well, like she, it.
2: Well, she she was, not, not, that, not that this means you're illiterate, but she was like a stripper and then she became a rapper, right? That is true. Yeah. So she, yeah, she was a right, stripper. Right. So that, that again, it doesn't mean you're illiterate if you're a stripper. But like, it's not like she, she didn't come from like Harvard. But she's done are you good. For you are reading life. out of the Republican playbook? No, no, no. You what give I'm the bad is, background n- reputation <laughs> between Cardi and 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 Candace
1: Owens. Come on,
2: bro. Right, yeah, it, it, you got to choose Cardi, yeah, man. It's, it's not like Candace Owens has a leg to stand and
1: on. It, and it's just because, I mean, the thing I like about Cardi B is like, although, yeah, she may not be a college graduate, which, which by the way, um, upon doing some research on Candace Owens, she's not a college graduate oh. either. She went to Rhode Island University and then she got kicked out because of some student loan issue, which I'm like, dude, like, <laughs> you're fighting against, you're fighting for the rich, but you didn't come from there. Like, it's, it's, it's like you're in the wrong world, whereas... You know, Cardi B is. You know, she probably didn't have a lot, but now she's of the rich, so it's kind of right, like the American dream. She's more like Robin Hood, whereas Candace is. <laughs>
0: Cardi B is Robin. Okay, but, last week you were defending OJ. <laughs> yeah, you have a
2: good thing. I don't have and a now. You're yeah.
0: defending Cardi B, which I'm nothing wrong with Cardi B, but it's just funny the the mountains right. that you climb, <laughs> yeah, the hills yeah, yeah. you no, decide no, to I said, die no, no, on. I, no, no. Okay, so just just for the record,
1: I didn't defend OJ. Okay. I actually said that. I felt like he did it, but he was a man. Like I was watching, I read a lot about Pre-murder. OJ, and man, in his prime, he was like, dude, this guy was. It, it just didn't make sense to go, to to go from being so high to like so low just overnight. You know what I mean? Like, but I I didn't support what he did. I just said okay. that he actually. I felt like. Well, he I'm did glad it. you you cleared that up. Whereas with Candace Owens, it's just the most confusing thing ever. So when you read. history and because i was kind of intrigued so i started hearing her speak she's very eloquent well-spoken and there's a lot of things that i agree with because her whole thing is a lot of issues that um that happen in the black world are due to family so how about black people fix families and then her she quotes a lot of things like you know um when george floyd died he was a criminal he did this he did so it's like she's completely like she doesn't get the whole reason behind why those things happen yeah maybe there are issues in the black family, and there are issues within within that um, realm. But the reason is due to the systemic racism that has, you know, proceeded many years and has caused a lot of issues, or, or basically like there, there's a bad foundation in the black home. So it's like, so instead of criticizing that, why don't we talk about what to do about that? Right. You know what, what, I mean? what is her
2: solution to the family problem?
1: She's just pointing out that. She, no, no, she, she's just saying she's the office is like, no, well, black people is like on the, 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 the home. They're there. You know, essentially, it's just kind of like she's just criticizing and she's she's not she's not her approach is just wrong. Like she, she's saying a lot of right things and what she says is right. But her approach and her problem solving is very wrong.
2: Right. So so it seems like she's just kind of parroting the talking points that people on the right have. But she's black. So she she gets a little more uh, a higher profile because like they can point to her and say, look, she's saying the same shit that we are. Yeah, if it was a white white a person. Yeah, I'd be like, uh, oh, you're, what do you say? Because the thing is, that if you say, I've identified the problem, and you don't have a solution, like, are you just... Because to me, it sounds like when people say family and education and this and criminal past and all that stuff, it's like, what steps would be taken that could be actionable, right? Like, what are the steps that right, somebody right. could so take that, to fix it like and, on an individual that's, basis? That's where
1: I think... And and the funny thing is, like, she started off as a non-conservative. She actually started off as a a liberal or a progressive or whatever she wanted to call herself. But then
0: she saw the light. And then
1: because she got so much backlash from them and she got some kind of, like, support from, you know, the alt-right, then she was like, okay, starting this day, I'm going to be a conservative. And then it fattened her pockets. So then she continued down that route. Oh,
2: I mean, if if you're just about making money and you're black, this is the easiest way to make money. Which is what? just to just kind of parrot whatever like you know consider you know basically the whole idea is people want to feel less bad for the bad things that are happening to black people so the objective is to kind of turn it inward it's not like the redlining or oh it's not the white man's fault Yeah, it's, it's, you not, it's not the entire fault. system yeah. or the imprisoning people for the slightest thing so the family's broken up that way all there are i mean it's a very complex issue right so it's hard to pinpoint one yeah. issue but though if you look at the arguments made on the right it's basically turning it it's your fault it's your people's fault right y'all fucked up we are absolved of any sort of we had no impact right you know for whatever reason everybody one of y'all want to live in shitty places for some reason right it's like why don't y'all live in nicer places it's like well for a long time you were restricted access to many places so (laughs) it's like of course
0: you're in this situation The irony that I see in all this is that she got mad at Cardi B because Joe Biden, quote unquote, used her for her publicity and fame or whatever to get to reach other people. And isn't she doing the same thing by starting a feud with Cardi B? That's exactly what she's trying to get at.
2: And in in fact, one of the the, I think somebody made mention of this is like she's probably upset that she did all this, you know, all this work for the right, you know, Mm -hmm. and they didn't even invite her. To the Republican National Convention, like it can't even give me a spot like on Tuesday, like the like all of this like work, I'm just dancing for y'all and yeah. y'all not give me. So maybe she got like the stripper illiterate girl getting, you know, <laughs> like man, she's basically doing what I'm doing on the left and she's getting rewarded and I'm doing this on the right and I've been doing it for longer. Yeah. And I ain't getting shit. I'm know? sure
0: there's a little jealousy right. there. Yeah.
1: Apparently, there's also like some some rumors that she's basically like fizzling out and she's kind of burnt a lot of bridges. Right. So this is kind of a nice way to get back. Yeah, and that's the yeah. And maybe
2: that's why you were saying like, why did uh, the the uh, Cardi be yeah, even I, respond I was to like, him? why would yeah Cardi? You know, you're you're better now. Oh, no, no, maybe by tomorrow, she's sure. not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, any other thoughts on this topic? Any um, no final thoughts? I think on my end, I got some
1: final thoughts, man. Simon, you better get rid of your Chromebook. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah our uh, our fourth co-host like uh, we had some technical today. difficulties here our uh, it department here
2: they couldn't figure we it had out a very
1: special guest uh for tonight but uh, unfortunately he had a chromebook and the chromebook was just not being agreeable right.
2: but like i said to simon he can take on the cause because he made a good point that why is the whole internet catered to windows people and and apple people <laughs> but not chrome people and i was telling him like you know back in the day that most buildings were not wheelchair accessible then they passed the americans with disabilities act in the early 90s and look at him now they can go anywhere right so he should stick simon stick with it simon's a handicapped person no, using no, the chrome is, box as a wheelchair he, his chrome <laughs> is on that level basically there's not a lot of ex- accessibility to what we have access to that's it you know
0: well thanks everybody for listening please rate and review us on itunes thanks again for listening everybody